Welcome back to Boys and Ghouls Film Review, folks. I'm your host, Sarah Stevenson. This is my co-host, Mike Stevenson. Hi, guys. If my voice sounds kind of funny, it's still getting over a teeny-weeny of a cold, okay? You had mo- small touch of the flu or something or other. No coronavirus here. Mm-hmm. We've have, we have tested ourselves, doing a rapid test, if we call them that in America, or I do not know, or in England, mm-hmm. or wherever, who, yeah. whoever else is listening. Yeah, it's a little... Home test kit we use. Um, yeah. Anyway, no, we're okay. So, uh, the movie we're going to be reviewing tonight is The Last Samurai that was released in 2003. It's a Tom Cruise movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, nah, seeing as Tom Cruise is, okay. Tom Cruise is doing two other movies, releasing them. As we speak. As we speak. One is called Top Gun, um, Mav- Maverick, I think it was. Insert for more money? No, no, no. And no, 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 no. the other one is called The Mission Impossible, I think. I'm not Another sure. important mi- Another Mission Impossible ninety three or whatever. No, yeah. um, again, I'm not. I I don't. Unlike other movies, um, um, Tom Cruise's movies, I don't really keep track of or keep a tabs on. We do enjoy them. Don't get me wrong. I like. I, I do like Tom Cruise in some movies. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't. I like Mission Impossible movies because of the action and and that sort of stuff. The first two were not too bad, but I haven't kept tabs on the other yeah. few that well, came I like out. That. I like. It's like James Bond movies. I think I've seen every James Bond movie except maybe for the last one. Yeah, and uh, I've seen yeah. Legend, obviously, but that's Legend that wasn't bad. Yeah, not yeah. too bad. He's, he's been in a lot of good movies over the years, but he's not—he's not my favourite actor. But he's in—he's in—he's in a lot of good movies. How's that? Mm-hmm. Mm. True. So anyway, yeah. anyway, this is the movie we're going to do with it, and I know it's out of our usual jo- well, no, genre. It's not we do also we do horror, sci-fi, fantasy, and other movies that we think are good enough to. Uh, reviewed yeah. but we concentrate on horror and sci-fi and fantasy yeah, yeah. and this yeah. does dabble with a little bit of martial arts and I have a good knowledge of that yeah this one here used to be in, uh, doing used to do karate a few years back and got up to brown belt status mm-hmm. not too bad not she too actually sparred me one day and started me no no don't go there having kidney stones ever since she hit me in the kidneys I have been, had a bad kidney she was very very good <laughs> Thanks for, t- for sharing that to everyone, Mike. Oh, you know when you hear um, um, we go, I go to the toilet and you hear, "Drink a shiggle and that—that's a kidney stone falling in the bottom of the toilet. No. And <laughs> very good, Mike. Thanks for letting the audience know of your bile problem. It's not bile. It's Power. it's a kidney stone. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, stones. Can't even see them when they come out. The hood. Anyway, like, oh, um, anyway, who directs, script writes, <laughs> and All my stars usual in this part okay, oh, movie. Okay, okay. Last Samurai, two thousand three, epic period mm. action drama film. Mm. Covers a few genres there. Now produced by Tom Cruise, Paula Wagner, Scott Croft, uh, Marshall Herskovich, mm-hmm. uh, Edward Zwick. I think it's the right pronunciation. Sorry, uh, Edward. If I got it wrong, uh, and Tom Engelman. Now, directed by Edward, I say his name again, I'll, I, I, might, I might annoy him. Mm-hmm. Story by John Logan, screenplay by John Logan and Edward, and Marshall Herskovich. Now, this is what I like mm-hmm. budget $140 million, box office $457 million. It made a few bucks. Now, as I was talking to Sarah earlier on, she said that Tom Cruise, as far as uh, she's aware, didn't take a paycheck for this because obviously being a producer and stuff, hmm. uh, he took a percentage of the action. Hmm. So he'd he risk getting it off the box office, which is interesting. Yeah. And yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, blah, 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 blah. I saw this movie um, in the box office. It, it box office in Japan. Um, this movie made more money at the box office in Japan than it did in the United however, States. However, as a whole, I mean, I think they liked the movie, but there was some criticisms about they romanticised the samurai a little bit too much mm. uh, because their history mm-hmm. about samurais makes them a little bit more nasty and a bit more brutal and self-serving and arrogant and stuff than they weren't these spiritual guys made out in lots of the movies, man. Uh-huh. So, yeah. They weren't like the Jedi Knights, okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they were. They had a few problems. Now, one thing before we get into it, this is a fictional story, but it's based on a real time in uh, Japan's uh, history. Yes. Um, I don't think... I can't remember what it's called... Um, uh, I think it's called the Satsuma Rebellion, mm. Um, mm. led by Sago Takamori, mm. uh, and it had something to do with the westernisation of Japan's culture. Yeah. Uh, apart from that, I think it was called the Meiji, uh, Meiji Restoration Period in the 19th century Japan. Rest of it romanticised stuff to the story, but it was based on that sort of period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it done pretty good. Um, there was something else there. It also was influenced by the stories of Jules Brunet, a, fr- a French army captain who fought alongside Oromato Takiati uh, oh. in the earlier Boshin War, and to a lesser extent, Frederick Townsend Ward, an American mercenary who helped westernise the Chinese army by forming the Ever Victorious Army. Wow. There you go. So, you got all the, so a lot of stuff was taken out of history to make a fictional story. Yes, quite right. Yeah, that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. So, and it's and it and it feels it feels real, mm-hmm. and that's what I say about Sarah. Many times you can make a fictional movie, but it's got to feel real, and this does feel real. It does take you to nineteenth um, century China. Uh, what nine? Uh, whatever. Nineteenth century, eighteenth century, whatever. China when they go for this Reformation period. Um, yeah, about the eighteen seventy six period, whatever. Now that period there, uh, yeah, that, uh, it, it feels like it. Mm-hmm. It's like those other, what's those movies you saw, Jet Lai, Jet Lai and um, other movies where it went back uh, and had so when they're doing martial arts and stuff. Uh, um, well, the one I can think of is um, Forbidden Kingdom. I think that one. Is, yeah. Uh, it, but that one's um, that was more of a, a fictional take on on um, Japan's culture here and that, there. That, that, that one we had to do. The, they had to do the karate. When that. Did, uh, which one are you referring to, Mike? Uh, I'm not even I sure which one you're talking now. about. It was one of the ones. I, it, that, remember, there's only one type of tea. Remember one type of karate? Oh, uh, you mean f- um, fearless? Fearless, yeah, yeah, yeah. They had the same sort of feel. And that yeah, was a period type movie yeah, too. That yeah. was a historic um, yeah. story about a real kung yeah. fu master. Yeah, I'm not yeah, sure if it was kung yeah. fu, to be honest. Kung, kung fu, kaikondo, what it, no, that was a stick. Was top, yeah. that was sticks, wasn't it? Again, yeah. as I said before, yeah. there is many there is many different martial arts yeah. as there are different anyway, types of teas. Yeah, but when you get there. a good feel, they, to me, and actually the funny part is, it wasn't filmed in Japan. No, it isn't. Filmed in uh, New Zealand. Yeah, ma- yeah, 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 all sceneries in, mainly in um, New Zealand and some of the um, the village shots were done in California in the back lot of Warner Studios. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay, apart from that, let's go through a couple of the actors there in. Tom Cruise, yay, plays Captain Nathan Algren, a Civil War and Indian vet, war veteran haunted by Algren. his role in the massacre of Native American Indians. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he gets a job of uh, 
by, uh, handed to him by his old commander to go over and make an army out of these poor Japanese peasants. Yeah. Uh, he has an assistant. Yeah, uh, a really good one played anyway. Played by uh, Billy Connolly. Yeah, I feel sorry for his role in this one. It's he very did, short. He did, he did good. He only appeared in, say, um, the first act and then he gets killed off. Yeah. Anyway, wait, I won't say too much about it. Uh, Ken McConaughey, I think that's the right... I, I never know how to say Ken's name properly. Mm-hmm. He plays the leader of the samurai people. Mm-hmm. Uh, he plays a really good role in this. Um, fantastic, I like him. He's got something about him when he gets into a rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, uh, Kayuki Kato uh, plays Taka, the widow of someone of the samurais that Tom Cruise killed in the early part of the movie, and she has to nurse him back to health. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she way, falls in love with him. And she sort of slowly falls in love, deep respect for him, that sort of stuff, yeah. I won't go into too many other people because I can't say the bloody names. Um, try, that, <laughs> um, try that um, small um, guy from um, from Harry Potter type character. He doesn't have a Japanese name. I can say that one. I know, but just Tony so Goldman plays Colonel Bagley, uh, who plays Nathan Algren, yeah. Tom Cruise's uh, form, former commanding officer. Think of who Custard. Who he hates. Yeah, think of Custard, yeah. the total jerkwad. Yeah. Well, he, he, Tom Cruise hates this guy with mm-hmm. a vengeance. Uh-huh. Um... Now, Tony, Timothy Small, he, he was in Harry Potter, um, Sweeney Todd. Yeah, he plays a, he, he's a, he's, he plays an interesting role. Um, he's well known. But I can't go through all the other people's names because I can't pronounce their bloody names. Um, they're all Japanese. But there's no disrespect, Matt whatsoever. Just, I, I just don't want to insult them trying to say their names. Mm-hmm. But everybody in the role, even the guys did the martial arts or the sword play, they were real martial arts guys. Wow, cool. I, I read up. Most of them, I, I believe most of them were. It wasn't choreographed that way. They actually knew yeah. how to do martial yeah, arts. Yeah, except for Tom Cruise. He had to learn he it to for learn nine months. Yeah, yeah, he had to so. learn it. He had to train. But all the other the Japanese guys, yes. they were martial arts guys yeah. who knew how to fight yeah. uh, with sword and other. Yeah, yeah so yeah, Tom yeah. Cruise had mm. to learn nine, for nine months to, about the proper way to yeah. wield a sword and yeah. wrestle and probably all the other stuff that that samurai had to do. Yeah, that's what's up. So... So he, he covered it well, as, as Tom does. Anyway, um, I can't think of anything else. Do you want to take it away and start telling the story? Yes. So okay. the story begins as um, Tobin um, um, narrates in this movie. He starts off saying that that the Japan was created by a sword that was dipped in water and the droplets turned into the islands of Japan. But to him, he says, that Japan was created by a group of men who because... Because they fought for yeah, in and made Japan was a make it what make Japan as it was. Their enthusiasm, their bravery, their dedication, that's and sort of for stuff, honor, yeah. obviously. Oh, yeah. Then yeah. we cut to um, um, Kasemoto. He's a leader of a samurai group in the um, in his small village, and he sort of has a vision of uh, a premonition, if you will, yeah. of the future, where he sees um, a white tiger being. F- Fighting against a His group men. of um, samurai, yeah, and yeah. they and, and the tiger's winning, obviously. Yeah, and then he opens his eye, and then we cut to the um, title cards, the last samurai. <laughs> then we cut to America, where um, Captain or ex-Captain Aldrin, um, Aldrin who's 
um, just um, taking part in a sort of um, carnival show, carnival show, if you will, where it de- demonstrates the Winchester yeah. rifle. Yeah, and they're t- he's doing a, a, a telling a story yeah. of the battle he was in and yeah, the great blah blah blah. Whatever. And he's just enchanted. He's an alcoholic by now. Yeah, he's, and he's over it. And he develops post-traumatic stress, which yep. at that time, back then, they, people don't have any way of um, undiagnosed doing... Undiagnosed back in those di- days? Undiagnosed, that sort of thing. I imagine a lot of people, be, even before this war and other wars mm. before this, mm. they probably developed post-traumatic stress, but there was no way of diagnosis then. I'll suck it up. You know, that suck was it up and do, but a, do your yeah, job. You see a lot of horrors in wars, whether it's... Ha- especially, look... I don't want to talk about wars, but if you were fighting hand-to-hand combat, yes, not talking about rifles at 400 metres or something rather, or mm. dropping bombs on people, I mean actually hand-to-hand combat, in the thick of it, like the Knights did and everybody else, uh-huh. you would be there, every blow would either, I will kill somebody or that person will kill me, and that would be, oh, to me, uh, scarring mentally. Yes, yeah. it mm. would be, Mike. Mm. Um, mm. They, while the, most people out there would say, buck it up, you're a man, all that stuff. It, and, but no matter how big you are, or no matter how muscles you have, you will, it will change you. Change War it, does it, it, change it, a person. It do. It anyway, do. back to this story. He does a demonstration with a rifle, shoots... And he's very, very good. And then causes a scene, and I guess he got fired from he his last job. job because yeah. the guy is getting fed up with his drunkenness and his attitude. misbehavior and his attitude. Anyway, Fire. he meets up with his um, Irish friend who was also in the um, army with him. What's his name? Played by Billy Connolly. Uh, I got a, he's got a funny name here. Uh, what's his name? Uh, I haven't got it written down here. That'll be right. Yeah, that'll be right. No, I, I, I dropped off some of the uh, people. But yeah. that, 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 dare I say, um, yeah, Billy Conley played this role. Yeah, so... He gets killed off pretty quick, so yeah. he's not important. Billy yeah. uh, tells him about um, an upcoming job that his colonel and, uh, this, and the Japanese businessman... Japanese, off- not Japs. That's how I rude. Uh, Japanese okay. businessman um, offering him. So... Yeah. And which is asking him to kill some local rebel samurai no, in the in, in he Japan. He was asked to go to Japan and build an army. Yes. Okay, train the peasants to be soldiers and to fight against the samurai or, who are rebelling and to against possibly, them. Possibly, the job was actually to train them. Yeah. That came later. Yeah, he yeah, isn't bit. too serious about it, and um, the colonel is like. Buck it up! You, you, I've been at this the um, great big horn, yada yada yada. yada Battle yeah. big horn, and, and, and yada, it doesn't yada, hasn't yada. affected me very much. But he's probably, probably in the background, sitting on the hill, watching the people do the job. That's why. Yeah, yeah and doesn't really care who it was. Yeah, it's really funny. The cannon fodder always in the front line, and all the guys sending him out are in the back lines, but they can't get shot or bombed or yeah. hurt or anything. And they say, "Oh, I had a hard day today. I got a blister on my bum." You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, anyway. Yeah, he d- not very nice. Yeah, anyway, Algren tells him that he'll shoot, kill anyone he is demanded to shoot. But he would do the colonel for, for free. free. Yes. So we then cut bit, to yeah. um, him on a boat and he's writing in his journal, narrating, that he that there's nothing to... 
there's there's a bit of enjoyment out of being on the ocean because there's no past, no future, no it's worries. Just, it's just there. It's just yeah. there. No, nothing to expect from it. Good place to meditate. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he arrives in Japan where he meets the emperor, and the emperor asks him a number of questions about the Indians that he fought with, fought, and. They were pretty much interesting questions, like um, questions about how did they really paint their faces and did they f- show no fear? And of course, Oldbrun says they were very brave men. Unlike his colonel, who says they're savages, yeah, type yeah, of thing. Yeah. It's not nice um, calling another race of people savages. It's not yeah, right. Yeah, I think like very careless word to banter around. Yeah. Yeah, I always think that the um, the opposite side is, the is uh, Indian, can be savage. Well, I don't want to get into a racial thing here, but the American Indian guys. We call savages because they live differently. Mm-hmm. No one have, ever took the time to figure out what the culture was about. They said, "That's their savages. Let's kill them." Mm-hmm. That's all right. No, and, yeah, and they and they, they called these Japanese people, the samurai, and other people savages as well. Yeah, not right. They didn't understand their culture. Yeah. Not good. Yeah, yeah. So as they start training the. Um, the Japanese peasants, how to hold a gun and wheel it. And, of course, most of the time they couldn't, they can't even shoot. Um, can't shoot straight. Uh, shoot yeah. straight. Most of the time um, the the very feel of the gun um, is really, really hard yeah, to shoot. Honestly, but I, I, I've used firearms years ago. Okay. okay. There's a trick to it. Okay. Okay. You do it solely. I don't mean slowly. You do not jerk the trigger. You hold your firearm as still as possible. You use your sights. You do not pull the trigger. You squeeze the trigger. Mm. Just increase the pressure. If you pull the trigger, you jerk it and you lose your sights. Mm -hmm. If you pull the trigger solely by squeezing it instead of actually pulling it, uh, you won't move move your sights. And that's where a lot of those people didn't know. They said, oh, I'm going to pull the trigger. No. And the handguns are terrible. Yep. Rifle's more accurate over his longer distance, yeah. but these handguns show one person shooting there with a handgun, one hand across the field shooting somebody. Highly improbable. Yeah, another thing about these rifles is that the, um, apart from the first shot, which is you can probably do. Oh, these are, these these are front loading jobs too. Yeah, put yeah. the powder in the stuff. Yeah, yeah, one yeah. at a time sort of thing. Yeah. It's um yeah. Every time you shoot, then you have to reload. And yeah. add the bullet, you yeah. know, thing like that. Instead of just to have it like um, a magazine crushed yeah. into the or even, hilt. Yeah, even side loading, you put a bullet in, pull the trigger, put another bullet in. But no, the old, old black powder jobs, you know, yeah, very t- slow and tedious. Yeah, anyway, back to the story. Um, he, Anyway, Aldrin asks the, um, um, the cap, uh, the Another general who's also um, a, who is an ex samurai or not ex samurai? Oh, he no, is a samurai. He has been say. a samurai. He, oh no, he still is. Yes. he just doesn't act as a samurai anymore. Yeah, he, he's with he's uh, working yeah. with the he, Japanese government. Yeah, he tells yeah. them that he used to work with Cosimodo. Um, Cosimodo, <laughs> that's not very nice. Not a hunchback. Like, well, I'm saying Cos. It's K is silent. His name. is... Is Cos- Katsumoto. 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 So, um, he asked him the questions like, um, "Do they use rifles or firearms?" And of course, the the samurai they practice traditional yeah, fighting yeah. techniques. Swords, bows and arrows. 
daggers, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. and yeah. wear armor. And of course, his Irish friend jokes and says, "Oh, they're still wearing armor." <laughs> well, technically, while the Irish were still wearing loincloth in their old days, the samurai they developed their own armor years advanced yeah, than they yeah. did before they did. I don't know. If it's made, I don't know. If it's made of leather or. Wood or a combination of wood and leather and stuff, yeah. but it's heavy, heavy garments to help protect them from the blows. And that wasn't that wasn't perfect, no. Yeah, and it wasn't Darth Vader's uniform based on samurai. Yes, it was, Mike. Yeah, quite. Yeah, I thought it was. It does. Um, ha- I mean, similarities. Yeah, similar yeah. the way the hat's shaped yeah, and, and his tunic and different things. And yeah, mm-hmm. because he, he he wore something like a long robe, didn't he? Yeah, and so did the Jedi's would wear white long robes yeah. or any type of robes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a bit a bit like. Japanese culture, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably where all the um, um, those. I think George of... is studying theology or something, rather, or yeah. something. I can't remember now. I learned that sort yeah. of stuff too. Yeah. Saying something that's very had no idea about it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, back to the story. Yeah, he yeah, yeah. Um, then goes on. Uh, our what's this? The um, tiny f- guy, the tiny s- guy again. Um, um, the Harry Potter guy's uh, name again. Timothy Spall's uh, name. And uh, what's his character's name? Fred Frog. Um, Don't be rude. Simon Graham. Uh, yeah, Simon Graham. He's a writer and he accompanies he, Orgrin and the character. He wants Graham. to write about what's happening in yeah. Japan. At the he time. wants to write about um, people's lies. Yeah, Not a, lives, lies. Yeah, lies. Yeah. I no, don't know. no, he's there to write about people's lies. Yeah, yeah. That was a bit of a, of a joke. Yeah. Yeah. Politicians and yeah. people haven't changed for yeah. thousands of years. He's also, um, <laughs> he wants to write a book about the samurai, but the samurai, they're very secretive. They yeah. don't want to talk to you. They, they don't want to tell their stories. No. Or However, unless, that changed a bit later on. Yeah, eventually. And he then asks um, Auburn about, uh, yeah, Auburn, about um, how the Indians scalp yeah, people. Yeah, he just had yeah, and he told him, very, very vividly, very detailed, and that turned him right off scalping stories. Yeah, we <laughs> yeah, then get right. a, yeah, yeah, we then get a, fl- a f- when they're out of the room, we get a flashback to Orgrin's past where it shows him fighting in one th- the short small battles, and yeah. at the after they killed all the sold the warriors, the Indian warriors, they were told to go down to their little um, encampment. encampment and kill the, the, children, the women and, and the children and, yeah, and all the um the inhabitants. And Orgrin didn't like it, but his Boss, who sent him to Japan, was a guy who gave the orders. I'm just doing my orders. I don't care. Mm. And he killed innocent women and children. And Orgrin mm. could not handle this. That's mm. why he hit the grog and was suffered post-traumatic stress and different things. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. The next mm. day, they were at the back at the teaching the the Chinese the Japanese um, to shoot the gun and. He got one of them to finally shoot straight because. Um, well, he says, "Run the, the, the rifle, butt into your shoulder firmly. Hold that, and just run your eye along the sights there, point to point. Hold it, squeeze it." And he got it close to the bullseye. The first person, the whole lot of them, they get anywhere near the bullseye. Yeah. Then yeah. his colonel and the uh, the Japanese yeah. businessman who works for the um, emperor, I should say, yeah, yeah. Um, approach him and say, "We're going to start um, our advance tomorrow." Because. Uh, Katsumoto is uh, was he attacking the railways? He's attacking the railways. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, they, and they want to stop him. They want yeah. to stop him because um, the the railways affect this, the um, Japanese well, businessmen's yeah, yeah, exactly um, right. yeah, trade interest. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Business, business interest and trade and whatever. Yeah. yeah, and but of course they're not ready. They um they they already they don't know how to shoot straight. And the Tom Cruise said, "Okay, I'll stand at the, in front of one of the targets," and he ordered one of the guys to shoot him. And if he doesn't shoot him, 
he would shoot the guy off the rifle. The, the, yeah. And, the, and the guy shook. He was scared. And he loaded the gun and he pointed at Tom Cruise and missed. Not a near miss, a long miss. And yeah. he said, see, they're not ready. But the colonel still <laughs> sent them out, despite the fact they can't shoot They couldn't hit the broad side of a barn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know. Which is, to me and to Mike here, is unreasonable uh, uh, business. Uh, uh, uncoordinated. I mean, safety number. Look, if you've got oh, something like 2,000 people with guns or rifles shooting at a group, a group of guys running at you and something like 500, sure, some of those bullets are going to miss their mark. And I shot, shot that guy. I shot the guy behind him accidentally. Well, someone's going to die. Yeah. But it can but, be a lot of a waste of ammunition. Exactly. <laughs> and considering that those guns we've mentioned... They, you can you can shoot yeah, once, but yeah, you have to refill reload. and add the little gunpowder. They should have given them some wind test of uh, yeah. cartridge ones because they had they had them. That's what he was using at the, yeah, the, the carnival thing. But maybe it was just the first. Um, well, just that, a, that was the gun they supplied yeah. the Japanese. Uh, yeah. So we've got army surplus. He was flogged it off to the Japanese. No, no, no. Yeah. They should have sold the good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Back to our story. They then march, you know, to the um, likely place where the samurai are about to hit. And of course, Colonel What's He Face tells them, tells Aldrin, we must leave because we're going to leave the um, Japanese general and his his other middle rank guys to look after them, and we'll go on our merry way because we were only there just to train them and yeah. to do nothing. Yeah. So, but Aldrin feels differently because you know, so you're going to help them. And you're going to lead, lead the battle charge, and his little mate Billy Conley. Yeah. Uh, he had a really name, something Gant, uh, something Gant, yeah. Sibulan uh, Gant, I think his yeah, name was. Sibulan Gant, he's a <laughs> civilian and he cannot. Well, he's a retired soldier, and he said, "I'm not going anywhere." He says, "I'll stay right here with you." And he and he he, he copped it. He 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 got speared or something or other. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, the as the um, samurai get closer, that it's all cloudy, probably foggy and stuff, yeah. and they start attacking, and they start. And of course, they start shooting. I get, you know, Aldrin tells them not yep. to shoot, but they shot anyway. They panicked. Yeah, and they weren't soldiers. And they tried to reload really fast, but too late. They all, they they continue, they came run, riding on yeah. horses really yeah. fast. Yeah, well, the old steamroll approach. He goes going there really hard and fast, and the yep. guys weren't prepared for it. And uh, yeah, a couple of the samurai got shot. Yeah, they did. But they did a lot more damage to the conscripts. Yeah, they did. Yeah, <laughs> and. Um, they won, technically. Yeah, I mean, um, there was even a scene where um, as um, Aldrin is, um, he takes one of the um, samurai's um, flags that has a spear on the end and he tries to attack four other samurai Who in a circle. Who were trying to kill him. And this is the scene from the... Katsumoto's... Katsumoto's uh, um, vision. He saw the tiger fighting against, you know... And, and the flag on the end of this pole was, was this white, white tiger. tiger he saw. Okay. And he's, anyway, um, he gets exhausted and they're about to... And this red samurai, he, wearing, wearing a red uniform, I should say, yeah. approaches him and he plans on killing him with his own weapon. And, and his last, it's the last bit of effort, uh, Aldrin... Oh. Takes the spear and, and, and sticks sh- it shoves it straight up in between his vest and his helmet, yeah. straight into his throat and killed him. Yeah, what a good aim! Yeah. So he was a real soldier's guy. Yeah. And the other mm-hmm. samurai were about to kill him. You know, Katsumoto uh, said no. no. This he, guy's interesting. Yes. Yeah, he bounds him up and they take yeah. him away. 
And before Back I mention, and Back before we get to the village, um, the general, the samurai general I mentioned, who didn't take part in the war, beca- I mean, to the in this one because he refused to fight. Oh, the against samurai general who was working for the emperor, that guy, yeah. Yeah, he mm. refused to take part or he, take part. He didn't in want it. to fight his friend. So he takes out a knife and he cuts it. Came, and kills, it's, 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 I know what the, they got a name for. It. Um. um I can't, oh, I can't remember. Uh, some people call it Harry Carry. Well, they, 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 they kill each other. Yeah, they kill themselves out of honour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he takes out a knife yeah. and he, they all surround him and Kotsumoto stands above him with um, his, his, his samurai sword and <clears throat> as he stabs himself into the chest, um, Kotsumoto takes a sword and cuts off his head. Yeah, well, he actually stabbed his stuff in the stomach. Yeah, cuts yeah, in, yeah, in, in, in the intestine. Yeah, in the stomach. And, and when he bent over a little bit, yeah, he lopped his head off. Yeah. So he won't come back as a vampire. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> Not really. I mean, yeah. it's an... Works for me. Anyway, we then cross to the village and um, he and Auburn is loaded to the ground off his horse and one of the samurai wants to take his, take his sword and cut his head off too. Yeah. But... Auburn doesn't seem to flinch. He didn't flinch. He just sits there, stands, sits there and looks at him. Yeah, didn't like... Didn't move a muscle. Didn't want to... Didn't care or less. I'm not scared. Mm-hmm. Kill and me. Don't care. Yeah. Kosamombo then tells him, this is my son's village and we're deep in the mountains and you cannot escape. Yeah. In those words. And... Well, what? He's out in the middle of nowhere and, and winter was going to set in shortly too. Yeah, true, true. And so the past would be... Well... Part of the pun, yeah. impossible. <laughs> yeah, he also takes from um, Auburn a couple of his notebooks. notebooks yeah. They're you know, inside an Indian, you know, knitted um, bag. Little, like one of the little bags. I used to have one when I was younger when I used to go to work. Yeah. <laughs> when I was older, so, I was a hippie. <laughs> so while Auburn is um, resting up, he's resting in um, Taka's, um, Kutsumoto's sister's yeah. um, house. Kutsumoto's. Sister? Yes, yeah, sister. Uh, it was her house, and that that was her husband that in the Red Auburn Armour. killed the guy in Red Armour. So she was actually nursing the man who killed her husband. That would have been very stressful. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, while this is happening, Katsumoto is studying the books that Auburn had and, and understood yeah, how to understand See, they're trying to make it serious. you got a Japanese guy who lives up in the mountains. There's a samurai who can read English. See, they, they, weren't, they weren't stupid. They weren't well, they, they, they were learned. Katsumoto was also a teacher to the emperor. Yes, he I were, don't know yeah. if he learned English. Maybe he did, actually. Well, they might have learned a second language, yes. He may have learned it to teach the emperor about um, English yes, Western maybe, cultures. Possibly. Mm-hmm. But f- English wasn't the national language then. That's true, true. French was, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anyway er- back to er- the story. Let's go. Um, Along yeah. So, um, Auburn slowly um, on the mend. He he's he sort of um, um, he has a hard time with it because he kept um, having kept dreaming of the past. And oh, he's having nightmares. He he'd been suffering from nightmares, from his trauma, from killing all, all the Indians and stuff. Yeah, and he yells out in his sleep, "I told you!" Meaning he's screaming at the colonel for for what you've done. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, he then revives and he eventually heads outside and he walks about. He then meets up with Cosimo, 
<laughs> and he talks to him. You sound like you should be ringing a bell when you say it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm having a hard time, especially with this cold. Anyway, he t- they talk a bit, and this, and it's a very short conversation. They do this a lot. In this Hello, program. what is your name? Oh, nice conversation. See you later, bye. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, he then asks um, he then asks him about um, the woman who tends him and the woman the man in the armor he killed, and he realized that he that the most biggest error he did he, uh, killing a woman, a husband whom she's trying to help. Who's, well, it wasn't an error. He was yeah. a soldier. It was oh. a battle, and she didn't. She didn't like it. But in the in, in the in the end, she realised. Well, he was a soldier doing his job. The other and her husband was a soldier samurai doing his job. Yeah. And one was one of them was going to die. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. then um, yeah. heads back to yeah. her house, and they eat some dinner. And later on, the little boys, her youngest, her oldest of the sons, they are practicing with their sam fake. Toy yeah, they, samurai they, they, swords. They wouldn't, they, they wouldn't stick like swords to their practice with uh, hurt each other, yeah. Yeah. Of course, the young, the eldest son is angry at Auburn for killing his father, and I can't blame him for that. <laughs> anyway, he then takes up the toy sword himself, and he tries to sword fight with him, and eventually one of the older samurai teacher... Um, he's a nasty dude. He, he's a nasty He one. hates Logan. He wants to. He's a guy who tried to kill him before. Yeah, he was yeah. the one who even suggested before. You know, when he was unwell to kill him yeah. because. But um, Kosumoto wants wants to learn from his enemy. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. You, you take your enemy, you learn. Yes, I learned, Mister Faulty. I learned. Yes. Hey, by the way, at this point in time, Tom Cruise or Auburn doesn't know how to speak Japanese. He gradually learns bits and pieces and, and becomes semi-fluent in it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, eventually the samurai guy beats him and he falls on his face. And while this is happening, later on, he's walking back through the forest. He gets a he says, has a guard that guards him and he calls him Bob. He can't speak Japanese and he doesn't speak yeah, English, they call uh, him the silent monk or yeah, silent, um, silent samurai. samurai, and he doesn't say anything for the whole movie. And so he says, "Oh, I'll call you Bob." <laughs> yeah, he doesn't talk very much. But in, in, I think in the end, they he started to like him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's just doing his job as a guard. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But he then meets up with um, Kasumoto again at the temple. He meets him up in the temple, so several times. Yeah, Kasumoto used to spend a lot of time praying and meditating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And he asks him about how he, how he learnt the sword and um, how um, who he was in his army. Was he um, a general, general or a general? Uh, and he, he was a captain. He said, he said that's middle, you know, middle rank. Yeah, yeah. he seems new because he, he liked the way he fought. Yeah, yeah. He, he, when he saw him fighting his men off, yeah, he thought he was a good, he was a good warrior. Yeah. He then tells asks him about who was your general in the army, and he says General Custer. Oh, I know this name. Yeah, he killed many weapons, good, many more weapons. Good leader. And then and he, and Tom Cruise says, no, he wasn't. He's an arrogant so-and-so, blah, 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 blah. He, he, yeah. he fell in love <laughs> with his legend. Yeah, and, and he took a handful of men to fight thousands of Indians. It was going to be a massacre. Yeah, from it da- was. Yeah, yeah. It was a massacre, all right? Was. And he lost, as I recall, in the book. Huh? I've read somewhere that, that his final stand, he lost. Just his last stand, he lost. Yeah, that, I think it was a little big horn. I mean, stand me correct, stand... Uh, I don't know. I believe I don't know American history. I think it was a little bighorn uh, that was last Custer's last stand, and they they were decimated. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I believe. 
Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. Our American, our back- American listeners would know better. Talk about backing the wrong horse. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, they, I mean, arrogant people like that should not be in charge of men. Oh. If it's going to be that stupidly weighted in the opposition's favour, they shouldn't have gone into battle. Tell me about it. Yeah. Anyway, back to the story. Um, he then says um, he was, must be a good general, but of course, um, Orville disagrees him. because he thinks he's a murderer. Anyway, he then um, demands, why is he here? And of course, um, um, Katsumoto refuses, doesn't really an- give him a straight answer, obviously. Yeah. He wants to learn from him, so he's not going to tell him that, is he? No, I, want to le- I want to pick your brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or something like that. Well, that's pretty. That's it. He wants to get to know him and know about his culture yeah. and talk about war strategies yeah. and whatever, yeah. and pick up what he can get from American culture to understand his enemy. Yeah. yeah. Me, so meanwhile, he's right. Aldrin is writing his journal again, but he doesn't have a date in mind or a year. He, was, or he a hasn't, month got, hasn't got a calendar. Yeah. So he decides to just say day one or day two, and I think the year is. <laughs> That's about as close he got. Yeah, yeah, so he uses the time to watch the other samurai, watch life around and, and him. And try to learn his... He was learning about their culture while he was there. He was just watching them and, and how they train to perfection in every aspect of their life. Yeah. Now, that may not be true in the real world, mm-hmm. but in this movie it is. Yeah. yeah. He then... Um, event, so he ends up learning the sword from some of the samurai, and which he's doing quite well. Uh, of course, he's still being bullied by the one of the head, head samurai Yeah, the head guys. guy who wants to kill him mm-hmm. challenges another duel a bit later on, mm-hmm. and he matches him. Mm-hmm. And that surprises everybody. He can't their standard. Yeah, he also yeah. is given better. Um, he's been. He gets gets proper clothing to. to yeah, they wear. gave him Japanese clothes to wear instead of these Western clothes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. which I will tell you guys. Um, when you're wearing um, clothing like that, especially if you're into martial fight arts. martial arts, it's very much more easy to move. Yeah, yeah you move. It's very, it's very loose fitting. Yeah. Yeah, and I agree. And I feel like it's more comfortable when you think about it. Yeah. Well, I've never worn. And one. looser. I've never won a, wore a, a gi or anything else. So I'll take word for it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, hmm. um, so he gets a, when he's also more welcomed with by um, the older son and the youngest son. He's, done, he's, he's starting to gain their respect because they realise he's not a nasty man. He's a, a nice man. Yeah. He's just a soldier like their father was. Mm-hmm. And, that, yeah, and the, I think some of the townsfolk are starting to warm him, or tolerating him better. Mm-hmm. That? Not, not liking him, but not, not, he's not the scum of the earth now. No. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so um, um, gets the attention of Taka, and she, she begs to her hus- her brother to get That's him killed, have him killed, or leave them leave her house. Because she's having trouble uh, looking after the man who killed her husband still. Yeah, she feels it's shameful. It, in her eyes, it's shameful yeah. that, to have him here. But then one day, she, he helps her um, pick up some of the stuff uh, that... She, yeah, she was bringing some, a load of water or water or something into yeah. the house, and he helped her. And he, she says, this is not... Um, uh, men are not... Japanese men are not allowed to do this He said, I'm not Japanese. Yeah. He then says, I'm sorry for kill, hurting your husband, yeah. and... By, by now, he'd picked up a few words of Japanese. Yeah. yeah. And she says, he did what he... He did his duty, and you did your duty. So Me, she was accepting she, it. She's learning to accept it. Yeah. Which is nice. Isn't that lovely? And this is where, um, when he's <coughs> learning... He learns eventually how to coordinate his movements more in his... In Samurai, and 
in that one, he even learned from um, um, at Ko- Kazimoto's um, son, he says not to have too many minds. Yeah, which means don't, don't let your mind have too many things going on. Yeah. Concentrate on what you're doing. You ever like using the force, Luke, mm-hmm. that sort of thing? Yeah, yeah. So the, don't let other stuff disturb yeah. you. Just concentrate yeah. the matter at hand. His Feel what's going on. Yeah. What's yeah. The, your opponent's mm. body language and yeah. stuff. Forget everything else. Yeah, this yeah. is what I learned yeah. in when I was in karate. Yeah, they told me stuff, to yeah. mind your opponent's movements. Yeah, like right. watch their eye. Watch yeah. their watch their eye. And and yeah, watch their eye, man, because they they're usually going to look where they're going to hit. Yeah. And if they turn their body on a particular angle, you start. They're going to lead from the left or the right, or they're going to get ready to do a kick or something. Yeah, is that right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have to it's, mind their yeah. body movement. Yeah, so he learnt to still his mind and concentrate on what he was doing, fighting <laughs> that person in front of him, and he became very good at it. Yeah. Mm. Later, that, later on, um, during a ceremony, um, a, I guess um, a oh. special ceremony. Oh, the, no, I think it was some entertainment they were doing. Entertainment. They, they didn't have television and radio up there, so they're, they're having a little... Stage, uh, stage thing, comedy, comedy thing, thing, whatever. Yeah. And some some ninjas, I guess, hired by the um, the emperor's offsider. Um, yeah, his offsider. Um, they enter their their little farm area, and they want to get they want to kill Katsumoto. That way, they don't stop any wars or yeah. fights or anything, incursions. Yeah. Or Quickly, anything. they um they try to get get back into get into their houses and. Um, Orgwin tries to help Cosimoto. He does. He fights alongside of Cosimoto. <laughs> Katsumoto. Yeah. You can make me say it now. <laughs> yeah. And they do really well together. They fight like a and team. They, be, they become friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He saved his life. And he saved his family's life too. Yeah, yeah he did. From getting hurt. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the next morning, um, Katsumoto makes a plan of going to the Emperor's um, kingdom to talk to him. No, it, it was granted free patch so he could talk because he was going to be part of a committee to discuss the, the way uh, Japan was heading at that point. He wanted... You know, I can't, no good sitting up there uh, in the uh, uh, village, but he, he wanted to be accepted into the committee to discuss things. And he said, you come here and discuss things with us, but you leave your sword outside. And he refuses to leave your sword outside yeah. because that's part of who he is. And yeah. seeing as this was a year... See, Orgwen mm. uh, was up in the in the uh, farm well, six place for through the winter. for a, mm. for a full year or for, something, or less, yeah, or less, maybe half a year. Like, through the winter was totally and yeah. now the um they've they've gotten some more um Japanese soldiers and they have more trained better or or yeah more the, the, yeah the, the, the conscripts have come up that they were like real soldiers now yeah good training over six months yeah. And, and, and quite different from the ones that they sent up and tried and tried to. And they got some extra equipment in. They got some howitzers in there. Yeah, very big weapons. And um, Gatling guns. Uh-huh. Yeah, howitzers and Gatling guns, I think. But the Gatling guns, those repeaters. Yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think called the other howitzers. Uh, anyway, yeah. ca- they had cannons. They and had these, houses and, and they, guns. they had yeah. the Gatling guns. I think, I think they had, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So. Um, they were a bit surprised when they saw Aldrin return, and they th- and when they later have a meeting with him briefly, they ask him about um, Katsumoto's um, if his requests. Does he want weapons? Does he want any uh, arms? Any or has oh, he um, or has has he um or, or how many 
um, samurai are at his beck and call. Or, not his beck and call. They've all been inside too much. I was a prisoner. I didn't see them much. No, he didn't. <laughs> he practically... He didn't want to betray them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, of course, um, they plan on having a new contract with Aldrin to lead the new soldiers... In the battle. ...to battle. Meanwhile, Katsumoto is actually uh, been <coughs> arrested... And he's expected to commit Harry Carey or whatever it's called. Uh, and they'll uh, be a wasteful good man. Yeah. His son, meanwhile, gets his uh, top knot oh, cut top off. His top knot was cut off. That was so, yeah, that, that that was that so the, disrespectful. Uh, the Japanese uh, police soldiers were being disrespectful yeah. to the samurai. You would think that was yeah. a disrespectful oh, to anyone. Well, that's, that, that was part, part of their culture. So that's, that's like that's like spitting on them and stuff. And yeah, yeah. I yeah, hate yeah, it when another yeah. when two mm. p- types of two yeah. people from the same community would just do that. Yeah. I just think that's disgraceful. Intimidation. Yeah. It's it's yeah. intimidation mm. and and horrible. I won't go into that. Anyway, Aldrin makes a plan with some of the samurai to rescue Kosei. I mean. Katsumoto Moto from from being executed or not really well, executed. Well, he's got, no, he's got, he, he was being requested to kill himself that, yes. out of honor. Yeah, that's how they did it. Mm-hmm. They, you take do the honorable thing and commit suicide. Yeah, so he gets mm-hmm. his little friend, the writer guy, to become um, speak and for him or pretend to speak for him. And he said, "We're going to we've been authorized to take pictures of." Katsumoto before he uh, departs his life and yada 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 and they sneak in there yeah under the scrutiny that that Aldrin is the president of the United States yeah the, well the Japanese guys didn't know hey all American look like oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, well then again he never they just saw a picture sorry of, Japanese people <laughs> I thought it was hilarious that part no it was funny yeah it's, um, but they, they he told the president this guy had no idea okay <laughs> so, anyway <laughs> he's also Sarah he's a guy who wasn't a silly man but if he, how would he know yeah. oh, true true anyway um, they head inside the um, Katsumoto um, cell, cell, cell mm. and he and Audra tries to persuade him to escape and I'm going to take two how am I going to do this and he hits clunk outside where, um, where one some, some of the guards hit the deck yeah, <laughs> and one of the samurai, the other one I mentioned, that was an enemy of Audrin at the beginning, but he was there to help. Uh, help. Yeah, and um, Katsumoto suggests to the young little writer to come and take, take photos the, of his, his village, village. Yes. and maybe oh. learn a few learn, things. Yeah, so he, he was invited to learn. Yeah, so he went with them. Anyway, yeah. but anyway, anyway Katsumoto's son was there, yeah, and this mean swordsman guy. And they all help his, in his escape. Yeah, of course, his son yeah. makes the ultimate sacrifice by um, taking his arrows and shooting at the um, at the um, soldiers. Well, and I got to admit, the arrow is faster than the bullet. Tell you what, though, this, this guy—I mean, I know it was a movie. I know it's a movie but too. I have seen these guys, not samurai, but guys who are really good at bows and arrows like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can get those off pretty quick. That's what I so mean. there's a bit about Robin Hood and these other people. They were trained to go whack, 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 whack. They go, what the hell? And they are very yeah. fast. Well, I got no reloading. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> uh, the, with, yeah. the, with the um, arrow, it's just a matter of getting your hand into position and bam, right well, into the uh, your opponent. And properly, letting it go properly. But yeah, but see, that, there's no powder, there's no bullets, there's no nothing. Yeah, there's no one. Whack. Probably one a second, every second and a half, you've got your leading fly and uh, another arrow. Mm-hmm. But the other guys are 
uh, stoking their guns with powder and balls and stuff and everything. And, yeah. yeah, and stuffing yeah. it with that weird sticky thing. Well, that's uh, a ram, ramrod or whatever ram it's called. Oh, whatever it's called, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Anyway, back to the story. Carol, Carol. So his son makes the ultimate sacrifice and the rest of them escape into the woods. Anyway. Anyway. Right. This is dragging on. It's a long movie. Yeah, Cosimato yeah. thinks that he's sad <laughs> that he's lost his son and maybe he should die with, on- with honour and all that stuff and... And in order to please the emperor and all that stuff, because the emp- because if the emperor dem- um, demands if he took his life, he will obligedly yeah, do so it. Yeah, so was still in this movie, uh, was um, still respected the emperor. Yeah, he but loved not him. What was happening in Japan? Yeah, he yeah, um, yeah. objects to all this change. Yeah, too much change too quickly. Mm-hmm. They're, they're leaving the old ways behind, their whole, their culture, their heritage, and I think that was the underlying theme of the movie. They're leaving all the old ways behind mm-hmm. and westernising at too great a pace. Anyway, yeah. mm, so yeah. mm. anyway, Aldrin arranges with him to plan the next their next stage of attack, and and he goes to later on to Tokakaka and tell her about the bad news that her that her nephew's dead and everything, and that there will be a Another assault on, on the um, the the enemy soldiers, and at first, um, she, she is a little grievous about what's going to happen, and her son is a little sad about what's happened, it's and he, Eldrin thinks assumes that he's still angry at him for killing his father. No, but he's angry at that, but he's still angry further that he may lose uh, Algren as well now because yeah. he, he's going to like Algren and respect him and stuff. He doesn't yeah. want to lose him either. He then approaches mm. him and and his, the son tells him about how his father told him once that mm. dying in battle is a great honour. Yeah. But it's to, a great day to, die. to a child's yeah. eyes... Um, it's a scary thing. Can we skip over the battle scene? I know. I, we don't I just, need a blow-by-blow blow description of the I battles just, coming I just up. wanted to say... Otherwise, it'll take two hours I know, the I just like this part yeah. because... Just saying, just saying. And Aldrin <laughs> explains to him that he was always scared of going into battle. You know, and It's always and, good to do it scared because yeah. you, you put you on edge a bit more. And yeah. the kid is confused because yeah. he's an adult. You would think it was a great honour, but even adults can be scared. Yeah. <laughs> do what you're scared. Mm. You, you know you've got to do it. Yeah. So you're going to be a little bit scared. Yeah. Gives you a bit of an edge, maybe. Aldrin, yeah. if, 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 if you say you're not scared, you're lying. Mm, and if, or you're stupid. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. Aldrin gives him a hug and tells him that th- that things will be okay. Yeah. And then we cross over to Aldrin and and uh, Kasumo explaining what to do in this battle. And they talk about an older battle that happened years ago with a uh, thousand Greeks, Spartans. You know, what, the, you know the movie 300 where those... Um, yeah. I, I, don't, I can't remember the Spartans, the 300 Spartans or whatever, uh, were fighting off thousands of the Greek army or something or other, and they held this peninsula, mm-hmm. and they died, but they took a hell of a lot of the enemy with them. Only three hundred men or something or other against thousands upon thousands, and they 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 did had the same sort of problem here. They had about five hundred samurai against several thousand uh, regular troops, and they had no chance of winning. Yeah, 
And but Aldrin has the ultimate plan. Yeah, they they did some battle uh, strategies. Yeah, where he suggests. Do not go into it. We're well, going to be. I know, but he suggests <laughs> to um, try to use their um, their fr- the enemy's weakness, their confidence yeah. against them. Yeah, exactly right. No, we won't go into too much because that that's a long it's a long battle and it'll be an even longer podcast. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Aldrin does get approached by Taki, Taka's Taka who offers um, the red armor oh, her husband as a bit of a um, for her for him to honor her husband late husband but By wearing his wear arm into the battle in, into battle yeah, so nice. she helps him dress and we get a moment a tender moment where they kiss short yeah, very yeah. sweetly just a cute not, not a sleazy sexy one just a nice loving kiss yeah, and yeah. then he walks out, and we see him in the armor. And one of these soldiers, the mean, the, the mean one, one, he approaches him and he just looks at, him. looks at him and just nods. And he makes sure he's got on right. Yeah, and, yep. and he said, "Follow me." Yeah, they're going to battle. They then he, he then gets a, he approaches uh, Kasimoto, and he gives him a sword with the etchings on it that says, "I know the way of the warrior." Yeah, no, Some, something like that. Something sentimental. He gave his own special, specially made sword of his own engraving on it. Yeah, they then go into battle, and there they confront the enemy, like you know, one on one. There was several waves. Then I'll go into before what they we get did. to that. <sighs> the um, colonel, who's the his old colonel, looks at him and says, "Oh my gosh!" Like he's realized he's wearing the sa- the red armor, and um, he's joined them. And he then says, "We won't show you any quarter." Well, show no quarter in battle. Oh, give he, me a break. He, he didn't care anyway. Anyway, he was, was going to die anyway, yeah. or kill him in battle, and yeah. yeah. And of course, they said that they'll, if you surrender, we will be leaning. Yada, yada, yada. The and usual well, crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but he, he's seen him before. Mm-hmm. So he knows he, doesn't, he can't be trusted. Yeah, they then head back to the group, and, and Cosimo says, Well, they won't surrender. <laughs> That's a joke. <laughs> that was quite humorous. And, and they were having a bit of a chuckle. Aldrin <laughs> then heads, hands the writer um, some his. Notes from from his time with the yeah. um, samurai. You might you might be able to use these in your book. And he's got also some pictures of the samurai, the clans. Yeah, so so he yeah. so they, he could probably accompany those into his book yeah. too, hopefully. So it'd be a good and book. so mm. he heads off on a high hill to watch what yeah, occurs. Yeah, he's not a soldier. So the point is, do not go into the soldier. Did you say they used some really, really good battle tactics? Yeah, they used some really good tactics. The first uh, one was pretty interesting, where they sh- uh, they shoot um, a few of the cannons off, and they pretended to run away. And then when and, the and they set fires and made smoke screens and stuff and different things, and set fire to some of the troops who were going to attack them. Okay, and yeah. then they and killed quite a few people on the first on the first wave. Yeah, it was clever. And eventually... Scared the crap out of them. So what the hell are they doing? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Because Not... they had Algren helping them. Mm-hmm. It, his battle tactics. Yeah. He, see, he, he knew what the American the guy Empress, was going to do. See, the Empress yeah. Offsider, um, he, yeah. assumed, he got too confident thinking that the first round was going to be easy. Uh, good, easy, but it actually wasn't. Yeah. And, the, and the American guy, the colonel or whatever, said, hey, let's just give you a little bit of the time here. And the other guy, the Japanese guy, said... No, let's send them all in. Yeah, send in the fleet. And they sent them all in there and had massive battles going on. And even though the odds were against them... Uh-huh. Hmm? Uh-huh. I was, gonna, I was agreeing with yeah, you. Yeah, they, they, the, uh, the samurai were gradually uh, decimated. Uh-huh. And only a couple 
well, only two we yeah. saw still alive were Katsumoto and Tom Cruise, Orgren, yeah. uh, in the middle of the battlefield. Yeah. And I liked it when um, Audrin takes his samurai sword and plunges it yeah. into his own colonel's oh, yeah, heart. So I was jumping here to that they actually, that, cap, that colonel or whatever, <laughs> he, he, he was killed yeah. most dramatically. But that Japanese guy on the hill leading the army, the uh, Emperor's second, well, yeah. his right-hand man, got these Gatling guns out and started shooting the remaining samurai running across the field. Now, these guys had swords and bows and arrows and nothing else. This guy's using Gatling guns. Yeah, and one of the guys, I think, I think yeah. the captain, I think, yeah, it's captain. Yeah, the captain of the... He's, yeah, he, he, like looked, he looked nerved by the... Um, the fact they got the upper hand, and he tells the men to, to stop, stop shooting. shooting. And we notice that um, Kazumoto, uh, I mean Katsumoto, um, is slowly dying. He and, gets several bullet holes in him. Yeah. And he asks Orgren to end his life. Well, by help, helping him. to end his life. So he takes um, Kazumoto's sword and plunges it into no, his he, chest. No, he, he helped Katsumoto kneel down, he's laying down on the ground, get yeah. him up onto his knees and to put his sword in front of his abdomen so he could lean forward and kill himself. Yeah. And yes. he looks up at the um blossoms. He's thinking of the poem he's writing. He's writing a poem before he left, yeah. And he says perfect and he marks to Aldrin, We are all perfect. Yeah. And he dies and then the rest of the army, the the cadet, the, um, the Japanese, army. Japanese army, they all bow down, bow in, down in, sign in, of respect. in sign of respect. Because they knew who he was. Yeah. Then we cut to um, an the, ambassador of the um, United States who's asking to sign a treaty with, with the emperor. And he's offside. Yeah. And, um, and Audrin ap- approaches the emperor. He kneels down really. He's Katsumoto's sword. And he wants he's, to present to him. Yeah, and he tells him this is Katsumoto's sword. Mm. He wants you, that the spirit of the samurai be with you always. And he says that he hopes, well, Katsumoto hopes that you will never forget, they will, you will never forget the. Um, the ancestors who held the sword. Your culture and your history. Yes. And what they, these people died for in serving this, you know, yeah. this sword. And he, and the emperor takes the sword and he says, you were with him to the end. He it was very sad because he was very, he very, was very attached to his teacher, the samurai, he was. Cosmoto. And he then looks up at the ambassador and his men that he dreamed of a unified Japan that was strong, modern, and f- independent. Yes. And, but he says... It's a buggy treaty. And he <laughs> says, we should not forget who we are or where we come from. So, so, you take so he tells them, the ambassador, um, sorry, your treaty is not the best interest oh, to goodness. my people. And he got really annoyed and he stormed off. Yes, and he got really angry. Okay. And then he gets annoyed... Is that offside? He's offside. approached him saying that this is. I did it for Japan. Yeah, but he says. And the um, people and stuff. Well, he says that he was fretting him that he'll take his his land and his money and give it to the people people as a gift. But. And And then he backed off. Oops, okay, but not. Yeah. (laughs) Then the emperor then kneels down to Aldrin and asks him, tell me how. He died. um, Katsumoto died. died. He says, and tell, "I'll tell you how, how he, he lived. lived." Then, and he smiled benignly at Aldrin, 
and we had a fade of black, did we? No, we don't. No, the narrator no. continu- oh, goes yes. on to say that that was the end of the samurai, and he says that legends like men will whatever, whatever blah, goes blah, on. Blah, blah. And he tells about how Aldrin either died from well, his did, wounds. They didn't know. The story goes, he either went back to America, or, went back to America. or he died of his wounds, or he went back up into the hills to go back to Takata. Yeah. yeah, and I like to think the book that the yeah. little guy wrote, I like to think it would have gone on to be a bestseller. <laughs> yeah. Okay, now, fade the to end. black now. Then okay. we fade to black. Now, I, I was going to do a lot of production chit-chat and different <laughs> things, but someone talks too much sometimes. Now, um, okay, we've already said it was filmed in New Zealand uh, in the Taranaki region. Uh-huh. Um, Taranaki, yeah. Mm, sounds uh, reason why, why, of course, Mount Egmont, uh, Egmont, Mount Taranaki, resembles Mount Fuji. So in the background, mm. has similar-looking mountains. So cool. it, it made it very good, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I did that. Several village scenes were shot on the Warner Studios in Burbank, California. Mount Ta- Taka, sounds like, Taranaki. It sounds very... Um, that's a mountain. It sounds very, like, very Japanese no. or something. Taranaki is a, a, a Maori word, a Maori word, actually Maori. Oh. Some people call it Maori, it's actually Maori, I've been told oh. by um, a New Zealander. Uh, it's uh, Taranaki is a oh. word they use. The film in Taranaki consists with a summer of many days without rain. To the benefit of the film crew, Taranaki locals use the term samurai summer as reference for a summer with many clear days. Yes, whatever. <laughs> Meaning um, this was, in other words, there was no rain, technically. Well, uh, and Some scenes were shot in Kyoto and Hemeji in Japan as well, sorry. But I don't know what shots they were. Sweet. Now, uh, blah, 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 blah. Tom Cruise did his own stunts. Sweet. So he did the sword fighting, got beaten up. You, you mean know, the whatever. stick that hit him on the back would have... Yeah, would whatever. Have really they stabbed him a few times. <laughs> mate. No, 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 no. Um... Whatever. I can't talk too much here mm. because uh, someone, someone talked too much before. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going through my notes here quickly. Uh, no, don't, don't talk about that. Um, I, I said that part before. Reception will do that now. Most of the critics were good. Even the Japanese critics were good. They were quite favourable. However, they said they made these, the... Um, they romanticised it a bit too much to make it look like the romanticised version of the um, mm. samurai instead of the real version where they were actually a bit more brutal, not quite so um, spiritual and power hungry. Mm. But they were given that, that they were actually they were a ruling, like a ruling class for many, yeah. many years and they did gain a lot of power. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, considering yeah. the yeah. other mm. movies mm. I have seen of about samurais or warriors, before this one, yeah. um, most of those ones dabbled with, you know, making out that martial arts was all about magic and stuff like yeah. that. Like Monkey Magic, if yeah. you ever watched that TV series. Oh, I did. Well, you did. No, yeah. Maybe other people did. There uh, was one thing, one of the critics, uh, or um, historian type thing, criticism. Um, I know it was a Tom Cruise movie. Uh-huh. All right. And he was... Sort of the main star, mm-hmm. but you would have thought it was called The Last Samurai, right? You would have thought they would have had Ken Watanabe on there with him because he was the last samurai. Mm-hmm. Tom Cruise wasn't the last samurai, mm. 
Ken Watanabe was the last samurai. Well, I figured that. He wasn't on the poster. And that's a bit of a criticism. Oh, the white guy. And that's the Japanese or the white American guy. Mm. What about the Japanese guy who was actually the last well, samurai? Well, technically, it's focused on... It's sort of oh, from... From yeah, I know. Tom Cruise's I'm perspective. From the Japanese perspective. Here. I know, we know. It's the, they could have had them both on it. True, true. One, two, they were the two main leads. Mm, I see they what had you Tom mean. Cruise and Ken Watanabe. His name was on the bottom of the poster. I that get it. it. I get yeah, it. Then that, and that, that was. I'm not, I'm not saying it's Tom Cruise was the main star, but it was about The Last Samurai, and The Last Samurai guy wasn't even on the poster. I know. So, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's marketing, but I think to a certain degree, uh, it was an insult to Ken Watanabe and the Japanese people. Mm, yeah, how's that? that? That's my take on it as well, because, but, yeah. well, if you had a movie about Sarah Stevenson, mm. and you had a poster, and Sarah wasn't on the poster, mm. hey, mm-hmm. right? Okay, fine. Get the idea, right? Okay. It was that you should. They should have both been on a poster. I always thought that yeah. Um, yeah. Tom Cruise's character was the last samurai, even though no, he, he was. was the, he wasn't the samurai. He worked with the samurai. He played with the kiddies. He learnt their ways. He wasn't the samurai. He helped the samurai. The last samurai was Ken Watanabe. Hmm. Well, I did say the last, and he should well, have been. They did say yeah. the narrator did say the the um. The the le- legacy of the samurai is ended, or the um, yeah, the we, time we, of the yeah. samurai was over, also because because um, the ca- Aldrin, um, well, uh, while uh, he t- trained the samurai, he and all that stuff, and and became uh, and became part of their community in the end, all that stuff. Um, here it is. Uh-huh. I found it in my notes here. Uh-huh. David Sorota. Of uh, at Salon saw the film as yet another film presenting the white Union Army official as mm. person pers- as personality personally and so personally yeah. embodying the North Civil War effort to liberate people of colour and criticising the release poster as a not so subtle message encouraging audiences to. Uh-oh perceive the white guy Uh-oh. and not a Japanese person as the last great leader of the ancient Japanese culture. Hey, and I that's d- what I'm saying. Hmm. They looked at it that way, and I can understand what they're coming from. It was about the last samurai, and they didn't put him on the poster. That's a track. And so they're both on. Tom Cruise and the other star, which is Ken, should have been on the same yeah. poster. Yeah, Ken was also in the Memories of a Geisha that was done in 2005. Yeah, that's why he played that nice guy, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The guy who who, uh, she sort of fell in love with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. He gets around for different movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought he was great in that movie too. He was very nice and charming. And I Uh, guess I like him. I like him in this movie too. It's sort of like, where's that little, some guy, the actor's like, okay, Ken. Japanese, obviously. Okay. Well. Oh, look at this. Um, um, as of 2021, featuring Ken, he also got nominated uh, for his performance. Yeah. Um, he's, which is good. He's a very good actor. Um, so he's recognised for his performance. When you get, okay, when you do ethnic movies, mm-hmm. like this one here, a good example. Mm-hmm. They had Japanese playing Japanese. Uh huh. They didn't have Chinese playing Japanese or Hawaiians or some guy who looks vaguely like a Japanese. Mm-hmm. They used Japanese people to play Japanese. Mm-hmm. 
that sort of gives a sense of realism. I agree with you yeah. there. And um, and they most of those swordsmen that you saw, the samurai guys, they were Japanese. Mm. Martial arts instructors and whatever, and mm. and they knew what they're doing. Yeah, I get. Yeah, I yeah. do want understand what you're ta- yeah. telling, and I know what they're understanding. They're talking about it here, yeah. but um, it's mostly focused on Audrin's perspective yeah, throughout this movie. The movie was not called Aldrin Trip to Ch- to Japan. It was called The Last Samurai. I know that. About him interacting with the samurai leader. I know. He wasn't on the poster. I They're know. saying, hey, what about... It could have been Ken Watanabe on the poster or both of them on if the poster. There was more, if they had yeah. more stage time with Ken, obviously, maybe um, it would have um, made... A, it would have made a bigger difference, Who obviously. was the main star? Um, Tom Cruise. He's the second main star. Ken, obviously. Ken, obviously. And they did. They couldn't say, Tom, move across the tracks and put Ken next to It doesn't stop um, there. I mean, that the Billy Connolly, who had only one act scene, he he appeared in the credits as um, as a a co-star, even though he only appeared, say, in one scene. If Ken Watanabe's role wasn't in there, it wouldn't have been a buddy movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, so anyway, they did make a mistake there. And of course, anyway, um, Timothy Spell, um, he's, he's, he was most likely uh, made appearances, say, in the beginning and yeah, to yeah, the end, yeah. towards the end. No, you know, he's, he's, a, he's, a co- he's, he's just an also ring. Nothing wrong, Timothy. <laughs> I did think he, he was an interesting character. Yeah. And I like to think in the yeah. epilogue, if there was an epilogue to this movie, I mean, I know some of you guys out there keep saying, it's only a movie, there's no epilogue. You know, I get a lot of... Sometimes it's a wind down of an epilogue. Yeah, see, the, the, a lot of people out there who continue to go rant and rave about movie, this is just a movie. No need to read too much into it. Well, I like to think that the guy, the little guy who was the writer, writer guy, I like to think his book would have gone on to become yeah. a bestseller. There, so there would have world. been somebody like him writing about that period. Mm-hmm. You would like to think. I like to imagine. And they would have wrote a book on it. Yeah. Anyway, here's it. Now, let's rate it. And, oh, and by the way, it is available for sale on eBay and Amazon, and it's also rentable through Amazon. Um, I'm going to rate this one. I don't often give it 10. But there's a lot of work being put in this movie, um, even though it might not be culturally accurate, everything else is fine. Yeah. Uh, the martial arts bit, mm. play, the acting, the scenes, storyline's good. I like it. I'm going to give it a 10. I don't often do that. Mm. I'm going to give it a 10 out, 10 out of 10 too. Yeah. I mean, it. I thought it was pretty cool, and mm. despite um, the major issue, <laughs> talk about it um i do think it was an interesting story and uh, um i kind of enjoyed it i mean it's different yeah. from other martial artist movies i i grant it because i know it's romanticized well they're all romantic every movie is romanticized to a certain degree and um yeah. the but it's better than the alternative that people make out that martial arts is like a supernatural power it's, not, it, it, it's just it's all like boxing uh wrestling um but it's just the next level. They're, they're training the bodies harder to do yeah. more things. Because that's all it is. When you think about those those ones that deal with make out that martial arts is like a special 
um, mush, you know, f- fighting yeah. um, magic thing yeah, that they do yeah. in some of the movies. Yeah. Um, it's well, um, I don't, I'm not judging those movies yeah. too much. I'm not but saying they're, they're, that they're but bad. The stuff. But yeah. um, this is a better um, approach yeah. to the story where an outsider is welcomed and treated, and you know, learns, respectively. And he, lear- he learns their ways. And he learns their ways mm. in an in- interesting setting, you know, in a nice open. In- anyway. And. It's different from what he he considered army life in America. He 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 is, he was he he's, he thought it was um, um, a horrible time. But with but when he was in Japan, he learned that to put aside the past and, yeah. and try he, to live he learned, respectfully. He, yeah, he learned to relax and meditate and clear his mind. And he's, his first time he's ever at peace. Yeah, mm. so it was a nice mm. type of story. See, for things that. like martial arts, but a lot of people have told me, you know, over the years that it's not a sport. No, it it's a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It is. You train your body to a level, and you're not training yourself to attack. No, you're training yourself to defend yourself. Which will obviously, if some of you are being attacked, you're going to beat the snot out of the other person if you have to, if, if that's the end of the story. But the idea is not to attack, it's to defend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the spirituality part that I believe the Asian people put into it, uh, we don't get in the training out here in Australia or probably in America. It's a case of, oh, here's the movements, let's train your body up, but don't do the spiritual side. Mm. The Japanese, Chinese might have something, other, you know, the Filipinos might do something. There's a spiritual side as well people don't know about in the Western civilization. Yeah. And it's about the way of life and their commitment to life. Um, yeah. Lifestyle, attitude, value, values, whatever. Yeah, there's some interesting mm. theories about this stuff and some of it, um, I think, it's practiced in actual martial arts, like yeah. a piece, a bit of, yeah, yeah, um, piece, yeah. you know, respecting life. Exactly. Well, yeah, look, you, you look in the um, knowing when to fight, not look at not look stuff. at Blade Runner, mm, Harrison Ford movie. Right at the end, mm-hmm. Rutger Hauer, when he was dying, he valued life more than anything, mm-hmm. and he was a replicant. He was out there killing people, defending himself. He was a nasty piece, and at the end, he valued life, all life, anyone's life. So he saved Harrison Ford. Yeah, see, he was the guy trying to kill him. See, yeah. in martial arts, yeah. it's, they always teach you about valuing life and yeah. using martial arts as their most. The interesting rule about martial arts is is to always use it for defense only. Defense and protection. Protection. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's getting a bit too long here. I know. Okay? I mean, <laughs> when it comes to martial arts, I, I seem to know a little bit see, you more do than I can. Arts. Can tell. Although a lot of people have asked me over the years, they have asked me to teach them, but I'm not a teacher. No. I could teach you about respecting each other and trying to be respectful to one another, but yeah, other than do that, one, actually, for those of you who are Christians out there, remember in the Bible, do mm-hmm. unto others as you would have others do unto you. Same sort of thing in the martial arts sort of thing. Yeah. Treat people not teach treat people the way you want to get treated. Mm-hmm. That's it, yeah. And that's pretty much it. Yeah, so... And, and say so Buddhism's the same thing, I think, too. Yeah, Buddhism, yeah. I think, practices um, self-discipline and... Selflessness. Um, and selflessness. Selflessness means I'm not worth anything. 
person next to me is worth more than me, so I'll look after them, and they that person will look after me. You don't look after yourself first, you look after your neighbour. Okay, yeah. anyway, um, anyway, that's about it for go. us tonight, uh, guys. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I had a wonderful time. And we'll let you know what we're going to be doing for our next one. Bye oh, for now. Hope it's goody. Hope it's a good one. Bye. Bye.